Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into episode 46. That's 4-6 of Dose of OJ. I'm Josh. That's Owen. You remember the one time when I introed the show and I was in such a hurry that I called myself Owen? Man, that feels like forever ago. It was. Point. It was like October of 2020. Jeez. I mean, that is forever ago. I don't know about you, man, but these last few months have really just kind of like mushed. I was trying to think of the right adjective there to use, but I feel like mushed is a good word um june's almost over we're almost into july you know nba draft lottery tonight some cool stuff going on got some soccer going on but yeah man time's going by too fast i'm only 21 josh i can't imagine how old you feel dude i'm about to be 28 and i just don't (laughs) i don't don't know what to do Uh, it's it's weird because you know after i would probably say after 25 i mean my 25th birthday was was cool Cause like, I was like, wow, like 25, like I'm, I'm getting up Half, there. I'm gonna, halfway there. Like I'm an adult. I'm an adult now. Like I, I had like I have responsibilities now. And then like, it, your birthday is kind of just whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, you know, I don't really care about doing anything for my birthday. And you know, when I'm 30, it's going to be like, oh my God, just kill me. I don't even. Right. Right. You don't even want your parties anymore. But to, see yeah. the thing about older birthday parties is like, you're shamefully forced to partake in celebrating that you've turned a year older and it's no, it's no more fun. No, it's, you know, it's whatever. Um, we were supposed to, I guess we'll, we'll preview slash apologize, uh, in the same, in the same breath. We were supposed to have Cody from, uh, Cubbies on tap from skies falling podcast on this episode. Uh, but the Cubs were playing and he had to do the post game show and I'm for the brand. So, or the brand. I'm I mean, for, if, for anybody to listen, last episode too, Cubbies on Tap brought us uh, our wonderful interview uh, last episode with Joe Kilgallen. If you haven't checked that out, make sure you do. It was a it was a fair banger, I'll say. I had a good time talking to Joe, man. I, I think we learned some stuff, had some life talk, as we tend to delve into way too often. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, heard some heard some funny stuff. And yeah, man, that was a that was a banger interview. If it's if we're in for anything like that, I'm excited to talk to Cody, even uh, if it's delayed. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, this will probably be a really laid back show. Nothing too crazy going on. I know that there's some things that we want to touch on. Uh, bopper flop, of course, coming in, uh, later. It's always, you know, what's, what's weird. And what I've realized about this show is we don't really have a structure. We just have things we want to include. Yeah. And even then for anybody that's listening, I know, you know, show prep, don't get me wrong, especially, um, I'll say this for anybody that listens to listens to sports podcasts and like likely even though we aren't one if you listen to this show you you're probably in that uh, that demographic that would you know I, I don't think some people really give credit the kind of time it takes to make a not only good but standout sports podcast. Um, you got to do a lot of preparation. You really got to know your numbers and not just your numbers, but the teams team or teams plural that you're talking about, like the back of your hand, you know, and if you don't, especially talking about sports to people that listen and already know about sports, if you fall on your face, it's fairly obvious. So props to all the people out there doing sports pods like Josh, like myself, you know, it's not an easy thing to do, but here, you know, me and Josh, from the moment we started this show, there was just kind of a, a chemistry, um, really right off the bat i'm really not sure why josh has never even seen what i look like which by the way i don't, I don't know if i've ever told you this but that absolutely freaking blows my mind that um, we still do this show and, and you just have never seen what i look like Josh. i know you have a half sleeve 
do you who did i have i yeah, ever you told, told you that. that yeah you told me you told yeah, me yeah you know i i'm not too open about like yo bro you know i got tattoos because yeah. you know they're they're traditional american traditional bold lines some mostly the same colors throughout you know i, I like the the classic stuff but that I, I don't know how that makes you feel or if that ever makes you feel weird that we interact so often and you you've never seen me but that's, no i really that don't is, care i don't care um well, i'm sure you are you used to it at this point i mean i mean yeah well i'm what two and a half years into not being able to see what people really look like so it's not yeah. you know it's not that big of a deal i the thing is is like i mean i wouldn't care what you look like anyway yeah yeah and i feel like we've talked about that i mean clothing and and all that you know not caring about what people look like dress wear whatever but i think it just kind of um amplifies like yo you know we got something cool going on we got a good show you know if i can do it and this dude has never even seen what i look like before know my visual cues if there are any i don't even know if i have any of those but I, from where i started at the end of the day you know people listen to me and josh really don't prep for this show that much we get on and we just Sometimes we do like I, I'm not if you're watching the video, man, I literally got a piece of paper. It's taken up five lines of things. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to talk about on those of OJ today. You know, <laughs> like that. Well, it'd mean, be cool I if think... I brought that up. But it always just we always go down the rabbit hole. I don't care what yeah. the topic is, but we always find it. And that's I think that's just been a cool dynamic of our show since the beginning. Yeah, I think um, if I could give any advice to people who do podcasts, whether no matter what it is, like whether it's sports or entertainment or, you know, whatever, I would um, I would say that the notes section of my phone and my computer or, you know, for for other people, like if they carry around a notebook or whatever, that's the most valuable tool that you could probably have, because what happens is is something pops up in, in the middle of, the, of your day and you're like, oh, that would be perfect for the podcast. And if you don't write it down, you're, for, you're going to forget about it. Yeah. So what I've really tried to do is if I see something, if I notice something, something's trending or whatever, I'll make sure that I jot it down and, and keep it. Um, today was a little bit different because we, we were sort of prepped for Cody. Um, but I mean, it's, whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. So, um, like I said, we have a few things to, to talk about I'm going to let Owen drive that, drive that ship. But, um, yeah, that's my only piece of advice for the day is use, use your notes and use, uh, yeah. I mean, me and Josh, there were, we might not as often now as we used to, but, you know, we'll text each other like, damn, I just saw this on Twitter. Or, you know, we'll be most of the time when we call, I know Josh said how, however many shows ago, like, yeah, we just talk on the phone a lot because when you call, it's because I haven't talked to you in seven months, you know, whatever. <laughs> still, still when we call each other, most of the time our conversations last like 15 to 20 minutes. Even if I call Josh, I'm like, yo, bro, I got to make this quick. I still end up on the phone with this dude for <laughs> Yeah. 10 minutes. yeah there's there's no getting around it it's because so. i'm the shit though so I, I i mean is it rightful for me to assume that same thing of myself yeah probably i mean it's like fine. uh what math was that the transitive property i mean I, oh quit stop it dude. i have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about <laughs> i have no clue oh my god okay so well i'll talk i'll start with sports a little bit i mean that's kind of some of the stuff i had written down i'll start with um with Christian Erickson, and I'm not sure if you've been paying attention to soccer recently, Josh, the Euros are going on, which is the equivalent to, I don't know if it's the gold cup or it's, it, 
it's CONCACAF. I forget how the nations do it sometimes in soccer. It's really confusing how they have it set up per continent, and it, it gets it gets really deep. But regardless, the European continent um, has decided – is that even right, European continent? Is that correct, Josh? Did I just blunder on air? Dude, I don't know. Just keep going. Know. Okay, whatever. The Euros. The Euros is a big soccer tournament. And uh, and going on to Europe right now, there was a really scary sight the other day, man. I, I wasn't watching it live. I had just... Oh, wait, you're talking about the, you're talking about the guy who faint, who uh, had a yes. cardiac arrest? Yeah. Right. Christian this, Erickson, Wasn't this like man. three weeks ago? This No, this was like last week. Latest. Yeah, I swear, it feels like three weeks ago. Yeah, it was like last week latest because I think the tournament just started because they're still in the group stages, which is like the very beginning of the tournament. So mm. it has to be it was one of the first two games that Denmark, the country he played for, played in. And man, the video was just super, super terrifying. Like there was nobody around him. It was a typical throw in guy puts it right at Eric, Erickson's feet soft. And as soon as Erickson touched it with his foot, man, just collapsed immediately on the ground. I read something somewhere. I don't know if this is true, and I haven't really seen it verified. I don't know if it was a player or the medical staff that ran out there right away, but somebody uh, prevented him from either swallowing or, or biting his tongue really badly, which was a really important factor in them getting him to the hospital. And, well, you and can't swallow. Your, I don't think you can. Your, your tongue is attached. So I, I don't well, think you can. Have you never your, heard somebody say that before? Like you have to keep people tongue? from swallowing their tongue. Have you never, you never heard that phrase? No, I've, I've literally, no, I, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm clearly showing how dumb I am in this I episode. I really hope but... there's no, I think we're both doing it a little bit. Yeah. Man. I'm talking about, <laughs> I don't know my continents. I don't, I don't know anything right now so at least we're both looking like idiots yeah. but regardless christian erickson played for one of my least favorite teams in europe tottenham i'm an arsenal fan so seeing tottenham literally do anything great sucks i hate them um it, it's regardless you never want to see that happen it was really nice to see the support that rallied around it but man that it, it's still been in my head since i saw that video on the day it happened last week like it Sports are, uh, they're great. People can rally, people can get excited. But at the end of the day, like these are humans on the field, dude, like risking yeah. their lives, as you can see, for other people's entertainment, which it, at its core is, I say, mind blowing a lot. But I don't know if that's because I'm young and unexperienced. But regardless, that that's, it's still kind of crazy to me, especially since I cover them every day, Josh. You know, you do too. You see what these guys have to go through and, and, and inherit in order to be great and play at the level that they do. So, what, uh, where's to Christian the, Erickson? What's the craziest thing that you've ever seen in like, soccer live? No, not even in soccer, but like it's sports related. What's the craziest injury you've ever seen live? Mm, dude, that Gordon Hayward injury a couple of years ago. Yeah, was that was pretty rough. disgusting. Have you ever seen? <laughs> yeah. That was have rough. You, that have you ever I don't seen know if you remember person, Paul George's. Though? Ooh, in person. Man. I don't know that I've. No, I can't say that I've ever like playing sports or even being at a game, seeing anything mm -hmm. nasty. I think I've seen guys leave the court, but nothing like that, that stuck out super. Uh, super memorably the only other sports injury that i can really compare to that uh gordon hayward one there's two there's the paul george uh, i think it was it was his ankle or his leg or something i think it was man. his ankle could be wrong but i might have might have been one of the two longer bones in uh in his lower leg but regardless completely snapped going for a blocker or i can't remember if it was a layup or what that felt like feels like years ago now but then the other one which feels even longer ago was it was during the ncaa tournament kevin Ware. 
Kevin Ware. Yeah, the most Louisville. disgusting injury I've ever seen. That was, dude, still to this day, like that that one was something else. And I don't know that there will ever be anything yeah. like that. You, do you remember seeing the reactions of his teammates on the bench, dude? Like still to this day, going back and watch that, you can just feel the, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It was, oh, God, it was disgusting. The two that come to mind for me, one of them I was in, I was playing the game, and the other one um, I was at a Sox game. Um, the first one was we were playing. I, I don't even remember what the not like it matters. Field field name doesn't matter, but we were playing a night game, and the way the field lights were set up, the the two lights light towers behind home plate were sort of they were sort of close to home plate. Like it was, they're not supposed to be that way, um, but they were close to home plate. I would say if you looked at them from center field, the poles of each tower were probably lined up with the out the outer uh line of each batter's box so they were i mean they were really close and uh somebody was trying to steal second and our catcher threw the ball down to second base and the second baseman lost the ball in the lights and it hit him square in the face and shattered his cheekbone um that sounded like a freight train like it was just it was, it was absolutely disgusting um and then the other one, I don't remember his name, and I feel like I I should, um, maybe Phil Umber. I don't I don't remember, but, uh, you know how like you you see something and you can just close your eyes and just you can literally see it again, right? Especially if there's a sound associated. Yeah. Well, this I'm just gonna say it was Umber. I could be wrong. I think I'm wrong. Actually, I don't don't quote me. But, um, I was sitting. I was sitting in the upper deck, sort of like diagonal to home plate, and it he got hit in the face with a comebacker. Mm. And dude, let me tell you, just watching his face crumble and his hat fly off, like when he was getting hit with the ball, I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, man. what did I just see? What did I just watch? And then you know. Of course, a lot of those injuries, they look so much worse than they actually are. You know, when you're, like, breaking a bone, it's just like, oh, my God. But he got hit in the face with the ball, went to the hospital, got MRIs, did the whole concussion protocol thing, and he, I think he was playing, like, the, four days later. But it's like, it, it always looks so much worse. There was – this was actually fairly recently in the MLB. It's been this season where – Are you going to Are you gonna talk about Kevin Pillar? I can't. I don't. I don't know the name. I just remember hearing about somebody getting decked in the face. Oh yeah, by... yeah. Oh, my God. yeah. Kevin Pillar, New York Mets, got absolute. I mean, square in the square in the face, square in the face. Jeez, I don't even remember seeing that video. But that you just saying that made me think of it. The other sports thing I had on my deck today was really just because I think it's a monumentous moment. I really don't want to understate it. Um, there's. There's been coverage on Twitter. I haven't been tuned into ESPN in the last couple of days, so I'm not real sure what they're saying about it. But the Portland Trailblazers in the NBA, I know I talk about the NBA a lot. It's one of my favorites. Um, fire Terry Stotts hasn't really been able to get the best out of Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum up there. And now it has just been announced that one of the finalists for their coaching head coaching spot is uh, Becky Hammond, the assistant from the oh. San Antonio Spurs. Um, and I, I am very, I don't even want to say I'm proud of 
the Portland Trailblazers organization, because here's the thing you have to understand about Becky Hammond, right? She is rightfully so getting so much recognition throughout uh, all the sports world. Like she made their final, I want to say it was three or four. She's the first woman to ever make a head coaching vacancy finalist list. Um, At least in the NBA, I imagine the rest of pro sports is too, to be honest with you. And yeah, you've seen that, but at the end of the day, there are plenty of women. I think Dawn Staley could have been uh, exaggerated a little bit more. She interviewed for the job. From what I understand, she's the women's basketball coach at South Carolina. And single-handedly, um, if you're not from the state, you wouldn't really understand. Um, she single-handedly built that women's basketball program from the literal ground zero to a national powerhouse. Mm-hmm. And women's basketball, like they they went from having no fans in the stadium to the consistently having the best attendance for women's basketball for a college in the country every year. Like she knows what she's doing. But the thing with Becky Hammond is she's been working beside Greg Popovich for, I think, a decade plus now. Like she is qualified if qualified exists. And it, I don't think it should be, be made much about her being a woman, even though it's going to be because – I, I genuinely think out of the couple candidates that I saw as their finalists, I think Chauncey Billups was one of the other ones like Becky Hammond. You have to take a chance on her, like the positive PR that comes from it along with who knows what kind of new coaching techniques techniques that she's been thinking of for the past over many years. Like, I just think it's a monumental moment in sports and to be quite honest, not being talked about enough. I told April this earlier today that if she does in fact get that job, which I saw, earlier today that if the owner has it his way or her way, I believe that she is going to get it, um, that I'm going to get a Portland Trailblazers jersey for Collins and I'm going to put Hammond on the back. I don't know what number. I know she's a coach. She's not a player, but I'm doing that. That is for sure. I'm very excited about this more than most most people should be. Not even a Blazers that. fan. I am, dude. And I, I just think it's so awesome because being a big a sports fan as I am, it really worries me that, you know, Collins growing up, um, whether I'm still in the media presence or not, you know, just being a boy sports fan, I don't want to completely turn her away from the idea of it because it's such a male dominated, not just industry, but fan base, right? Yeah. It's it, media and fan base is just male dominated. That's how it's always been. And it's changing very quickly, but I don't want her to be turned away from it. Like so many other women are just because she's a girl. Like, I don't, I don't want that. I want to be able to go to a Hornets game. God forbid they ever freaking bring the Charlotte Sting back for the WNBA. I'm going to I'm gonna be, be a season ticket holder if they do that, and I will take Collins to every game. So that was a really long rant about Becky Hammond, and I'm sorry if you're listening, but I needed to get that out there. April didn't fully understand me when I was talking about it earlier, how important it was. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, I it, it, but it is, though, oh, because, man. I mean, I, I do know a bit about this situation because of Natty Nights that I was doing last year and and, and however long it's been since then since they announced that she was going to be assisting um, Greg Popovich. But, like, I, I'm with you. Like, I, I think at a certain point, like, somebody has to be – I hate to say it, but like the chance, like, because, and right. I don't see for, for me, it's like Becky Hammond can be, she can be head coach. Like, I don't, I don't, there's no question in my mind based on a resume, but the rest of the league and the owners might think like, I, it's, it's going to be a chance that we're going to have to take. And I think, I think if you look at the candidates, even college coaches and things like that, I think Becky, like she's the one, like she's got to be. I, the been, thing is, is like, what are you gonna do? I, I mean, regardless of of, 
Chauncey Billups? Like really? <laughs> it's like I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to figure like that that just stuck it stuck in my head. Yeah. Like, Chauncey Billups, bro, you're really you would hire Chauncey Billups over Becky Hammond, who I mean, who has the thing is, right. is that you, you have to and I'm I don't know I don't know if they do this, but you have to like you have to wonder what would what would the Spurs players say about Becky Hammond if if Portland PR or Portland ownership called them and they're like, so tell me about Becky, like tell me what what's she like, and they're I probably gonna they're probably right. gonna you know what I'm saying like they're probably gonna talk her up, and then not have anything really bad to say because she's good at what she does, and then what are you gonna do? We can do call right. Chauncey Billups and be like, you you think you can carry this team to a to a championship because we right, haven't been right. able to and get see, it done. My my thing is is like not only does she have the experience, she's coached in in a professional regular season NBA game. She's filled in for Popovich. Yeah. Um. I think the first time he needed a fill in, Tim Duncan actually filled in before her. Um. But I I only remember that game specifically because they played the Hornets, the game that Tim Duncan served as interim coach. And it wasn't just him. Like I remember vividly Becky Hammond standing beside him in the coach's box, most of the game talking him through what he didn't know because while Chauncey Billups played right, it is one thing to play in the NBA. It is a whole nother to be able to go into a timeout with five seconds left and draw up an ATO play that is not just going to get you a bucket, but win you a game. Mm -hmm. Right. And Becky Hammond has that experience under the single best coach in NBA history. And to be honest with you, the only beef I have with her getting hired in Portland is that she doesn't rightfully become the replacement for Greg Popovich in San Antonio. That's my only beef because Spurs fans are saying that constantly. That's who they want as their pop replacement they have for years because she's been thrown in almost every coaching carousel name since guys have been getting fired. This is the first one that's really, really gotten. Got serious, and I'm I spent much longer on Becky Hammond than I intended, but rightfully you know, so, though. Rightfully so. I mean, props to you. I mean, it just opens up a door for for so many women to younger women, girls like Collins, to be able to look up at seven eight and be like, "Wow, she's the only one there." I mean, that's a that, that's a badass bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to be like that, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't, I, you know what I mean? I don't even mean it like that, but mm-hmm. I I respect I respect her a ton. Um, completely switching gears to to J. Cole, and then we can do bop or flop after this. He just announced his tour that I need your advice live on air if I should should go to or not. I'm, yes. I'm trying to decide. April told me the same thing, but I, I just – I don't know, man. If I want to well, go, I, mean, I want to go need? all if out. The, if the woman in your life tells you to go, you should just go. What's my opinion <laughs> worth? I don't know. Go. Should I – see, there's, there's one in Greensboro – um see it's on a tuesday though i was thinking about maybe trying to go with my cousins who live up there but i greensboro is four hours away there's one in atlanta the night before i think it's september 28th and mm-hmm. atlanta's i mean traffic is probably going to be shit because it's atlanta and it sucks but two and a half hours max is compared to four with i-85 traffic which i mean going up the it's it's a one road shot from my place to Greensboro. Yeah, but so probably either so probably either way you're staying, you're like you would stay. What do you mean? Would you stay? Would you like would you make it a, a an overnight thing? I don't think so. Um I I just think because if I'm gonna do it, honestly man, if I'm gonna get tickets, I'm gonna do it right. Like I've I haven't been to many concerts, haven't done many things, and you know, you know better than most that Cole is my boy, he's my favorite, and I've never been to a concert of his ever. It's mm-hmm. been, I think, since 18 that he toured last. Um, 
yeah, I, I think that's right. He was supposed to do, I think it was Dreamville Fest, like right in March when COVID hit and they had to cancel it. There was supposed to be a bunch of people there. I knew people that had tickets to it, but man, I really, really want to go. 21 Savage is going though. Wait, I've so you seen 21 Savage live. You before. wouldn't stay? Like you, you would, you would go to the concert and come back, like go back home the same night? I think so. I think that's, that would be what I did. Well then Atlanta's probably the better way to do it i mean well, because well, why would you yeah. why would <laughs> so because why would you be like i'm gonna drive four hours greensboro is a smaller venue and my cousins are there that's why so, I, I mean so then why don't you just go to greensboro and stay come back the next morning you're not gonna want to drive four hours plus after a concert especially after a j cole concert i'm gonna have too much fun right quote-unquote fun Hi, Mom. Mm. Yeah, like, I would stay. I would stay. Sorry, where I'm literally having a discussion with myself, like, mid-show about... <laughs> because I, he just announced it today, man. Honestly, I saw... Yeah. They said something about pre-sale for tickets tomorrow, and I don't know if I'm going to try and get them or not, um, just because there was no time. From what I saw, you have to have a pre-sale code, but the tickets go on sale Friday. And I think I'm going to try, like, I, I think... I'm, I've decided that I'm going to go and look at them and, and, and really make a serious decision. But if I can't get good tickets, I don't want to go. Because if I go for the first time, I've only been to one concert ever before. Mm-hmm. and Really? Just one? Because, yeah, it was a Post Malone concert in uh, oh, wow. near Greenville. And I only went because it was my, my buddy's birthday. He got tickets for his birthday, and I was one of the guys he brought. And that was fun. Yeah. Um, 21 Savage was there with him too. They they did Rockstar live, which was pretty cool. Um, but 21 Savage did a set before Post came on. It was it was awful. It was so bad. Like I I don't even mind 21 Savage. Some of his stuff, some of his some of his music I don't like at all, and some of it I can listen to like a lot with with Cole. And uh, I liked his verse on the new album, and, and some of his other stuff like Ball Without You was good. Um, but man, his live show was weak. If he's going to tour with Cole, man, I, I really am expecting so much more because I, since it was my first concert, I remember thinking like, okay, I don't like this guy that much. Maybe that's why I'm not into it. Maybe the set's just not good. Like, cause I remember there was some 21 Savage fans in front of us at that concert that were just, dude, they were into it. They knew every <laughs> word. It was like, they were there for him instead of post. Um, but then post came on, you know, the headliner the main guy, his lights were incredible. Oh my God. And it made me like, yeah, 21, you, you, you just did not do a good job. My friend, (laughs) you just did not do good. Post was singing without, um, without music in the background. A lot of the time, man, he he was much more impressive live than I legitimately expected him to be. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to do another live show, um, it, it's got to be cold, man. And I, I think I've just talked myself into it live on air. So there you go. Props for anyone listening. If you're going to Cole in Atlanta, hit me up. <laughs> Wait, you're going. So you're going to Atlanta? <laughs> Hold on, dude. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. Just tweet out. Just, just tweet out where just, you're gonna go. I'll just do a poll. I'll do a poll. Maybe we'll decide on Twitter. We'll figure it out. I'll let you guys it's know what I decide. Unbelievable. That's. I promise you, Josh, you'll be one of the first ones to know if I get tickets. Um, do you want to do pop or flop now? Yeah, I'm just I'm just warning you. This is probably going to be another one that you judge me for because it was uh, it, a while ago. It was a trending song on TikTok. So, uh, without further ado, oh, here's here's today's bopper flop. 
Do you know what this song is? I have no idea. Really? Never heard this song before. Oh. Okay, so that's a uh, Space Girl by uh, f- uh, uh oh. What's the what's Francis, the name? Fra- Francis Forever. Francis Forever. Is that Francis name Forever. doesn't even sound familiar. So okay, so this was the first song that I found on TikTok when I first downloaded TikTok. Like literally the I think it was the first actual TikTok video I watched. That song was in the background and I was like, that's kind of a that's kind of a bop. I kinda of like that. I, and then I, I looked up and it was I'm like, cool. So I'm, I mean to be, it doesn't to get played be fair, anywhere else but TikTok. <laughs> I haven't I haven't watched TikTok in months now, which by the way I'm giving myself a slow pat on the back for that because you, you know I uh I, I was I was on it for a while there, man. Like it was really Twitter is one thing. Like I'll get caught scrolling through Twitter, but eventually Twitter, there's like nothing at the top of your feed. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing to look at anymore. TikTok is dangerous because you never very literally run out of things to watch. No. If it's not funny, you go to the next video. If it's not funny, you go through the next 10. And in less than a minute, you're at something you find funny. So it was a little too much of a slippery slope for me. We talked about TikTok way, way too many damn times on this pod um but but tiktok man i think the first song i heard on that well, wait, app was uh, blinding lights by the weekend oh oh wow that went that wouldn't ma- well i guess it could have i don't know i'm just trying to think was that mainstream was that mainstream before tiktok or after i think tiktok helped it go mainstream uh, okay okay it would yeah. there's a lot of songs that it's helped go mainstream which i think coincidentally is or uncoincidentally, I guess a better way to put it, hurt the music industry because you got so many people putting out songs to be made to go viral as sounds on that app. Yeah. Instead well, of you know, what's the um, oh man, levitating with the baby and uh, ooh, I've heard that damn one. It. Damn it! it. Well, that one that one blew up on TikTok, and now they play it all the time. I mean, it's a rock star is one that blew up on TikTok. I remember that. That song was freaking. Every time you went through a video, it was like brand new Lamborghini. And I was, <laughs> I, I got that song got old real fast. Um, first off, that was a flop. I think wow. I had to think about it for a second. Okay. But I, wow, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm gonna hang flop on that one. I'm, I'm not, so disappointed right now. I'm not too much. Look, hate me, love me for this, whatever you think, man. I'm not too much into the the indie type scene. Like there, there are some independent artists that are good because I, I feel like it's hard to generalize indie music because it's just supposed to mean independent artist, and mm-hmm. that can mean you do anything in rock, blues, jazz. Like I, I don't want to put those guys under an umbrella, but the general, I'd say, trendy type of what's considered indie music. It's just not for me. I, I really don't like it. I, I don't, I feel like an old head, man. Cause I'm already not listening to new music that comes out. Like, I don't know if that's, that's me because the radio isn't as prominent anymore and you don't hear the hits. And oh, you okay. Look for them. Well, hold on. First of all, that's now, a whole nother now, argument. Well, you opened up a can of worms because the radio, right. the radio is not, is not where new music gets played. It's not. Because okay, so here's the thing. Here's a little little tidbit. You know why they call like I, I don't know, like the 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 top hits station by you, like whatever it is. Here for me, it's B ninety six or like it was one hundred three point five. Mine's B ninety three point seven. Do you know why One they call it top forty? No, because they only have forty songs. 
Yikes. Really? They only have 40 songs they on their cycle. playlist to shuffle through? They cycle 40 songs. Dude, I'm getting some insider knowledge that okay, is kind of so, blowing my mind. And, and so what happens thing. if I call the radio station and I'm like, yo, I want you to play this Then you can make a song. request. Yeah. No. So, okay. So they have a library of thousands and thousands and thousands of songs, but they only cycle through the top 40 ranked by whether it's Billboard or, or whoever it might be um, because they want the ears. They want the listens. Because think about it. If you... If you're like, if you scrolled through all top 40 songs and you're like, yeah, I mean, all these are pretty good. And then they drop one that's like ranked 137th. You're like, nah, I'm out. I'm going to change the station. So they cycle through those top 40. But the same thing sort of goes into like alternative music or country music. They don't get, um, unless it's a local artist, they don't get the music first. It's always especially now so you know with streaming it's gonna hit spotify and right, then right and then you know a month later it'll be it'll it'll get edited and, and whatever it is for radio that's why when you're listening to the radio and the jockey's like what is it 93.7 yep he's like that's why he's like new music coming up on 93.7 from j cole it's from his new album and you're like this came out four months ago <laughs> Every time they say some shit like that, I'm like, bro, this is not yeah, new. Like, this isn't new. It's not new because they in in their library it's new, and it's considered a current. They're gonna they they classify that as new music for them and their listeners. Meanwhile, everyone in their car is like, heard this already a month and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I tell you a? Uh, uh, I think the song song started on TikTok, which is the only reason I bring it up. But it's been kind of my guilty pleasure recently, and I I really feel bad putting it on air, but um, I'm going to because the topics, the, the cards brought us here, and it's on my mind, and I can't let it leave. So, um, Olivia Rodrigo, man, um, I fucking hate her. I'm sorry, dude. I, it's just one song. It's that popular one, the Good for You song, dude. I bop, see bop. Bop. almost flop. texted you. That I is, almost texted the biggest see, flop in the history of I, all. Songs I legit ever. almost texted you earlier. I'm like, yo, let's play this song Bopper Full Out today. And I was, I, I was, I think uh, I had it typed out and everything. And I just decided against <laughs> it. Did, okay, um, so, it's, I think, matter of fact, let me go to my Spotify right now. Go, go ahead and have I'll, you I'll, seen, I'll chime in in a second. Have you seen the, um, the comparisons between Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You and Paramore? Yeah, Israel I was just this? about to bring that up. I was one of the reasons I brought it up. They're which scary, uh, scary similar. Right, which I, I have a whole... Just give me a second. Let me say what I was going to say first. So Spotify, you know, I don't know how many of you on Spotify listen to your on-repeat re- on playlist often. Um, I, I like it. It's nice listening to the music, seeing what I've been listening to way too much because I, I'm the type, man, I, I'll put the same 14 songs on repeat for like a month until I've just worn them into the ground. Um, And unfortunately uh, good for you is now fifth on my on repeat list. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I should be ashamed of that or or what, but it's there. The information's there, man. You, you, you go ahead. I'm that's all I'm going to say. I just, I'm not a fan of her. I'm just not. It's the only song I've heard. The only song you've heard. It's the only song I've heard. I, I think, uh, as it's like skipped after the song's over, I've heard bits of like the next one, but most of the time it's been the same one. Cause I, I know I the, um, the one that like kind of put it on the map was driver's license. I, think I it, don't think I know about that one. I just, 
I don't know, dude. I don't know what it is about her. I just not. I'm not a fan. I. I've heard some people say she's a Disney plant because she was on a Disney show and now she's just like Selena, just like Demi. She's famous and she's, you know, yeah, one of the most I mainstream just... artists right now. And I, I looked up, she was only like 18. Are you kidding me? You have a song on Spotify with 400 like million. 18. Yeah. It's ridiculous, oh dude. I, I'd say Disney plant, but, you know, props to her. I, that good for you song. It's funny that you say that so quickly about Paramore because. I, <laughs> We were at the beach the other, not the beach, the lake, um, the other day, me and April were, and I was playing songs on the speaker, and that one popped up. I'm like, damn, April, this song's kind of good. I don't, like, I fuck with this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she was like, you only like it because she sampled Paramore. It's exactly like that. She said, you only like it because she sampled Paramore. And I'm like, wait a second, what? And then I, I went and searched it that same thing word for word and i saw the mashup on youtube good for you misery business side by side you're right man you're right yeah Haley williams is one of the most underrated underrated women's uh influences of the past 20 years dude she's one of the best female voices uh yeah. of this century like is that century to since the that, 2000s right dude we're just century? all out of whack today yeah you're of right. this we're just when I, I mean that okay so correct me if i'm wrong here if we were talking about things in this century it would just be since 2000 right right so yeah so the one of the best female voices of this century 2000 to 2100 is the 21st century that's yeah see i knew right. that you I, yeah. I, you were laughing man i thought i just really i, I thought that would no no because wonder. you were like it was like you were you were sort of chasing your tail a little bit and then you were like <laughs> wait i need to stop doing this I th- i'm on i'm on i'm on the right right track oh um, my god but yeah dude i i mean uh i'm not i'm not hating on olivia rodrigo i'm just i'm like you know you know those artists where you're like nah it's not really for me but then there's other artists where you're like turn this shit off <laughs> <laughs> is she one of the turn this shit She's, off artists yeah. i can't i can't Yikes. do it i don't know what it is about her like i get like i said i'm not hating on her i just i guess i am i guess i'm hating on her but i just this is not not for me i, I only bring it up because you you've played one of her songs before but my turn that shit off artist is cardi b um i think megan the stallion's <laughs> up there nowadays man but Dude, but most of <laughs> god hold on, hold on. I, you know what i love about Cardi B and Megan The Stallion and and what these, what do you love artists? about them? After I said they're my turn that shit. No off no no. no. I, I agree I agree. I think some of their songs are just so so damn ratchet. It's just like <laughs> I just turn it off. But they're they're I don't even know if you can call them ad libs, but like just their sound effects that they make. I mean the production's good most of the time. Like when Megan The Stallion is like ah, and I'm like okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it really like and the thing is is I always like to think. Whether it's like band names or song titles or lyrics, the way lyrics are constructed, I just picture a round table of Megan Thee Stallion and all of her producers and writers, and they're like, something's missing. Something's missing in between these two words. And she's like, hmm. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, shit. That's it. Write that down. Write that that's down. That's write that down. How do I spell that? A. A-H- it's like it's H- that spongebob meme spongebob's like write that down write that down <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah i i'm with you though a lot of it christ do you a have any of- this that's an interesting topic um turn that shit off artist who who do you have any other turn to have any other of those i can't you know 
I respect that because living around so many people that love country music, that is one of their like top selections for that very same category. I'd say yeah. mm-hmm. ever since they've been popular, I'm trying to think of some others. Lil Yachty for me. Lil Uzi Vert, bro. I turn that shit off. Yeah. I can't listen, man. I, I don't understand his cult ass following that he's got. I don't get it. I haven't got it since he went mainstream. The fact that he's still mainstream, I mean, props to the guy. Like, it's not hard to have longevity, but his voice, dude, I, I, I can't. I can't the with only, it. The only Lil Yachty, I, it's not even his song. But the, even it's a feature. The only one that I can that I can deal with and that I think is a bop. What's wrong, Kyle? <laughs> All these kids, man, talking shit, making Make me feel, feel bad. <laughs> Man, fuck them kids, bro. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's the only one that I can that I can. Honestly, like. I I don't I don't know about you, but I'm very confident in saying that when Lil Yachty's career is over and done with, that is going to be one of the most famous sound bites of his career. Fuck yeah. them kids, bro. <laughs> you see these trees, man? You see this water? Yeah, that's. No, I, Lil Yachty can be one. Of, he's funny. He's a personality. I'll give it to him. Like on TikTok, he, he's cracked me up before. Like respect to Lil Yachty, but I'm not a big fan of his music. One of his songs that it was in high school and it was funny to listen to. That's the only reason it sticks out is Minnesota. Oh my God. Minnesota. That song was a vibe, bro. Oh no, it wasn't. Turn that shit off. That song. Oh my God. You need to stay up about them streets if you can't take the heat. It's just, speaking, I, dude, speaking of Migos, the ad lib yeah. gods, did you listen to their new album? I haven't listened to it. I have not, no. Culture 3. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd claim them the ad lib goats. Like, there might have been other ad libs, but they they just, I don't know what it is, man, about those three dudes and their ad lib. I'd love to just, I, I don't even want them to know I'm there. I just literally want to watch a Migos studio session just to th- see. Where their brain is at when when these sound effects started uh, started becoming really popular in uh, in, in hip hop songs, I remember I was uh, I was on a road trip. It's one of the hardest times, hard, hardest. Well, I can't speak. I think I just had a stroke. Uh, one of the I laughed one? the hardest during this time. <laughs> um, it was like her parents. This girl's parents was were playing like 80s rock 70s rock something like that right and her brother was in the back seat and i was sitting right next to him and like there was a little break in the in the guitar part and he was like and i was like (laughs) oh (laughs) i was i i was dying absolutely oh my god i you know i said migos the ad lib guys i gotta give young thug his respect too because there are not too many memories I remember better than listening to Lifestyle for the very first time. I feel like we've mentioned this song before on the pod before, but dude, that that song made me laugh, genuinely laugh my 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 ass off. Well, wait a second. <laughs> Do you think? Hold on. I think we're missing a really really big name here. Okay. Desi- designer. I don't think he was relevant long enough to to meet the requirements. Yeah, but he you ever you seen you seen that new meme? You're not that guy, pal. You trust me, you're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Yeah. That's designer in the conversation with these guys. I mean the <laughs> I mean like that's that stuff was good. I mean Panda was lit, even though he didn't rip off Kanye because he guessed it on the life of Pablo, but 
the song he I don't even remember which one it was, but Panda was literally on the Life of Pablo, and he took it and just took his part and made it a whole nother song called Panda, and it went global. And mm-hmm. then since then, I mean, I can't even name another designer song. No idea. So I come on, man, put some more respect on Migos's name, bro. Unless I'm you're just saying, I think no, I'm unless you're like a and listen, unless you're like this unnamed person, I will remain leave remain i do yeah we're having a tough time this is is one for the ages oh my god there is a party that will remain unnamed to i very vividly remember saying that uh migos's culture too was better than j cole's kod and i will never forgive said individual for that and i haven't talked to him since high school so if i ever do that's going to be my talking point and if he's changed his mind if he hasn't i'm not talking to him anymore all right grudge city city that's what wow. i'm saying i really hope he doesn't listen to this because I, I don't <laughs> i don't oh, regardless um uh, do you want to do damn we've been recording for a minute we haven't even done trends yet um we can do trends. Do trends? i just have a quick trend i just it's it's, I, I do it's too. based on a question um so i didn't actually click on the article because uh fuck buzzfeed but um i the, the title is the guy who retweets buzzfeed stuff on the oj retweet. page no i don't have you okay well, we'll save that topic for later i feel like i've seen you before but continue your rant sorry okay uh so their article was here are x amount of people who dated celebrities and here they are now and i just have a question for you and i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a disclaimer out there april i'm asking this question you can't get mad at owen if you were just a single 21 year old dude do you think you could ever date a celebrity and I'm talking. Let me let me give you. Let me paint. Let me paint a picture for you. You, you got to give me like a, a yeah. like a list, B list. I don't I'm know. Gonna I'm gonna say. I feel like I'm giving myself too much credit already. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a list or bust, dude. For sure. <laughs> um, no, let's say um, because I feel like you know music artists and stuff like that. I have, I feel like they're just so on the move that it, the relationship thing isn't even. It's not even plausible. plausible. Yeah. Um. So let's say. Um, secondary character of a hit TV show. So not like, you know, when the credits roll, their name ain't first, but it's second or third. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And not, not like, could you get somebody like that? But what, like, could you, so are we posing the question? Okay. So are you assuming that, are you asking like, if I could, if I could date these people as is right now, like happenstance or, okay, no, (laughs) no. Um, The reason I ask, I mean, okay. Sorry. I don't, I don't want to interrupt you again. The only reason I was going that way with my question was if I didn't know if you were framing as in, you know, I met this person by chance and like, would I have a chance at that point to, to no, maybe no, further I mean, like, could you could you maintain a relationship with someone who is a secondary secondary uh, i don't know man i feel like that'd be tough especially I'm you right now i couldn't do it uh, okay go ahead I, the the stardom i just i can't like i i'm i'm somebody who like you know i'm social i'm a social guy I like to talk yeah, to people yeah. and you know whatever but i i don't want to be I don't want to be fearful of going out to dinner and getting interrupted because you need to take right. a picture with somebody or whatever. And, and I'm, you know, hand up, I'm a jealous guy. So if a dude is like, Oh my God, you're so pretty. I love you so much. Let's take a picture. And he puts his hand around her and like, 
gets a little feely on like get folded bro i, I can't do it right and she's gonna hey, be see, like relax I'm he's just a way. fan and i'm like I'm, yeah no. and see they're they're so used to that type of stuff like you right. would either you wouldn't have a choice either you would have to become used to it or you'd be you'd be gone yep you know yeah. you'd be gone but under those circumstances man i i really don't know like not only is there so much maintenance as far as um them and going out in public like it's a i feel like it's a hassle to go out in public when people don't even know who you, the hell you are i mean shit <laughs> but i mean like i have to decide oh do i want to go anywhere today but yeah. and i'm not even famous I mean, come on but for them i i just don't know that i could deal with that fact every time i had to go out in public um because if it's a popular tv show yeah, you're not getting noticed by everybody on the street like a Robert Downey Jr. or somebody like that. But you go sit down in a restaurant over the span of an hour, there's likely going to be one person who knows who you are. Yeah. And I'm on that same boat with you as far as the jealousy thing. Like that would be the biggest thing, especially with the inclusion of social media and how many dudes and Instagram. Like bro, I just don't DMs know. I can would be yeah, bro. And I could. <laughs> no way. But I also wouldn't want to be like, you know, because. You also don't want to be the jealous douchebag. Well, I, that, but I, I also don't want to be known for like, oh, you're so and so's boyfriend. Right. And you want to like, be your own person. Yeah. Like I'm trying to like, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm the boyfriend, but like I don't want to be like I'm not just that. <laughs> right. Like I'm. Um, there's a reason she's with me. Damn it. Like come yeah. on. She's the she's the second best actor actress on this TV show. Man. Fuck. Yeah. Go, give give me some credit. Oh, <laughs> uh, give me my respect. <laughs> Yeah, but that that's an interesting question. Honestly, you know, I've I can't I, I'd be lying if I said that when I was younger, I didn't think of like the, oh, you know, when I meet this person one day, you know, I'm going to play it so smooth and, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just going to be the different guy. Right. But I, I will say and I kind of touched on this when we were talking to Joe just the other day. Um, when we were talking a little bit about some of his experiences with with real genuine celebrities that he doesn't have to uh uh build a hypothetical around whether he could. yeah right, right right but regardless regardless we were talking about that with joe and i think especially now that i've had the chance to meet athletes who for me as a dude being such a big sports fan they were always on the highest pedestal and i hate saying pedestal because you're not supposed to put athletes there but watching sports from such a young age it's hard it's really hard not to so once you get the chance to meet and talk to these guys and learn that they're just people, at least to me, you know, unless it's a Jake Cole or, or someone, you know, just really out of this world big, I've always told myself, you know, I don't want to be that guy that just runs up and is another number that begs you for a picture yeah. or an autograph. Like I, I would much rather you, if you have the time, you know, I'm not asking somebody whether they're at dinner, like, can you take five minutes, come outside, talk to me and we'll smoke <laughs> yeah, a cigarette right. or something like I'm not doing that. But um, given the circumstance was right, I'd much rather say, you know, hey, you know, can I can I talk to you about this? Like, what do you think about this, about your career? You know, I'd much rather get life advice and a mm -hmm. genuine semi conversation from one of these people that could not only make a lasting impact on me, but they're going to remember you more for that regardless. Well, who, um, I want to say it was Jim Carrey. Uh, he was like, I'm not taking pictures anymore. And this was like, this was before the pandemic. He was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking pictures anymore because I, I he had an angle by of like, 
I want to have like a conversation with these people. Like I want to shake their hand and like get to like get to know them in a short amount of time instead of being like, turn my head this way, smile, take a picture. Thank you. I appreciate you. Turn my head this way. Do the same thing. So I'm with you. Like I, I mean, even if I was a celebrity, but my trend, because we didn't even get to it. Yeah, um, go for it. I mean, Chris- I'm really not, I'm not even, dude, this show has been absolute dog shit since the beginning. So I'm not even going to edit out. You know, I'll edit out the break. But let's just let's just let's keep it rolling. You think so, Josh? I think we've just been chatting, man. Just because we ain't got a guest doesn't mean it's shit, bro. No, no, it's not. No, we just can't speak. Uh, we don't know our centuries. Um, we don't know our continents. We don't, we don't know, know yeah. how to Good phrase a sentence, dude. Yeah, trivia. <laughs> it was. It would have just added another layer of embarrassment because we'd be about in trivia right now, and it would. Mm-hmm. We just wouldn't want to do it. So, regardless, speaking of embarrassing, um, Chris Brown. Back to his ways, I guess. Rihanna ways, and he's in the news for hitting another woman and being charged with. No uh, way! Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. In an LA home, I don't know if he got if there's charges yet or anything, but it was it was trending. Um, Man, I. I, Do you know? I just don't even know what to say. I don't. I honestly, man, he's after that thing with Rihanna. Like, as another man, and I mean, no offense here, but Rihanna's Rihanna. Like, really. If you yeah. could hit Rihanna, bro, what are you capable of? I, right. I I don't know. I don't know that I'll ever meet a, a man in his sane mind that would smack a prime Rihanna for literally anything, even if she smacked it first. Yeah. You know what they tell her? I liked that. Do it again. <laughs> Not <laughs> okay. <laughs> if anything is gonna get you in trouble on this show, that was it. Thank you for listening to Dose of OJ. Um, April yeah, that's... podcast. <laughs> I'm about to find out um, this, this might actually be interesting, you know, cause it's only real ones that are listening this late anyway, but yeah. the draft lottery is, uh, is live right now. I'm not sure if the Hornets have gotten their pick yet. Cause that was the only other thing I had um, left on my list was to talk about the Hornets and their NBA draft lottery odds. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's live check Twitter right now. See if we've, uh... yeah, let me know what the bulls did too, because uh, if they, if they finished, if they landed yep. in the top four, they don't have to give up that first round pick. Yep. Okay. So just as I suspected and wrote down on my paper before it was even announced, the Hornets got the 11th pick. All um, right. You're right. So just out of the, just, just in the lottery, but not good enough to get a star. So um, listen, I'm, it's hard for me to bag on the Hornets. The front office has done such a good job the past year since, since Kimball left and, you know, it was kind of dismal. Didn't really look like there was much to look forward to. And then LaMelo comes just, just a year later. And now, <clears throat> we're back in the lottery after being fourth in the East before a bunch of injuries last year, um, last regular season to Gordon Hayward, LaMelo, Malik Bunk, just so many guys, man. They, they really didn't get the best of the breaks with how condensed the schedule was this year. And mm-hmm. I think it was unfortunate for how well they were gelling in just year one. But this 11th pick, um, I'll give a hot take here, and I'm definitely going to soundbite this later if I end up being right. Um, the Hornets are not going to pick at number 11. I can almost 100% guarantee – I don't want to say that because that's just going to get me roasted on Twitter. I'm going to end up on freezing cold takes. Um, they are very likely not going to to pick there. Like, I think they need a big man more than anything. James Rago has said that. Um, he's talked about how they, he's been looking for an answer there at center for three years. Like, he kind of went at his big man in one of the press conferences after the – I think it was a Celtics game um, during the season. They did, got demolished on the backboards. But if they want a big – I think there are some options at 11, but Mitch Kupchak, the GM, said any big that you draft is a two-year project at least. So if they want to get a guy that they can win with now, I I can almost guarantee they're going to end up 
using this number 11 pick as Trey bait to try and bring a big here. Cause that's, that's just, that's just what I'm thinking. That's where my mind's at. I, I can't imagine them picking another guard. They don't need them. So there's my end of episode Hornets rant. Um, if I would have live seen that they got number one, I probably would have lost my shit. I can't, I can't lie to you, but that didn't happen. So here we are. Normal Hornets offseason picking 11th for probably the hundredth time. There you go. It's like the Bulls picking seventh. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's history. It's no, that's not the right word. It's, uh, inevitable. Inevitable. That's it. That's the one like Thanos. It's inevitable. Just like dose of OJ and Josh and Owen getting their, their words wrong. So thank you for listening. If you listen to Steve, me and Josh definitely ran out of steam towards the end, but uh, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for making sure and not making fun of us. Hopefully you probably did at some point through this episode for our, our speech impediments. Um, (laughs) No, no joke though. Thank you to all those that are listening to this deep. You don't, you don't subscribe on Apple pods anymore. So make sure you follow there and make sure you follow on Spotify. Uh, Leave a rating if you can. And yeah, man, I think that's it for today's episode of those of OJ. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Okay. Say bye.